1: this guy is a machine all he does work out and pick
0: winners early odds with joe ostrowski oregon's down by 12 they're on the 45 yard line with no timeouts oregon's
2: got an all-american field
0: goal kicker why didn't somebody tell me chicago sports betting show touchdown ohio state there are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying you've got to be kidding you kind of know what i'm thinking about over or under under would be the key word
2: The countdown is at 2. I'll be on two sports betting shows starting in two days. Of course, this show, Early Odds, every Saturday morning, 8.30. And You Better You Bet begins on Monday. It will air Monday to Friday, 5 to 9 p.m. Typically, I'll be doing two to three shows per week. So make sure you download the Radio.com app on your phone so you can listen or watch. And we'll also have podcast versions available for you. At some point every morning of my life right now, I go to Twitter and... I'm just inundated with a thread of this is why David Montgomery is going to be the next Walter Payton, the greatest running back we have ever seen. Because of the nine time award winning writer for Yahoo Sports, hashtag Team Wavos. Hear him on the score Sunday mornings running the fantasy show 8 to 9 a.m. And then you're going to see him this fall on NBC Sports Chicago, Brad Evans. What's going on?
1: Yeah, nobody wants to see this ugly mug, uh, and I don't know if people really want me to sing the praises of David Montgomery endlessly. It's going to be disgusting. Uh, it will be ceaseless. Uh, I may need an intervention by week five if everything comes to fruition.
2: Fifty to one to be the NFL's rushing leader. We did see Kareem Hunt get it done a couple of years ago under Matt Nagy. Can we see the same from Montgomery?
1: This isn't a shot in the dark. The lights are on. This could absolutely happen. Uh, The Bears' offensive line, I think, is going to be top ten across the board, particularly in run run blocking. Uh, We know the defense is the best in the business, ultra elite, which will lead to positive game scripts. No, I'm not worried about Mike Davis being a threat. Mike Davis may only get like three to five touches per game. No, I'm not worried about Kareem Cohen being a threat either. I think they're gonna work simultaneously and a packages that Matt Nagy installs. In fact, I think uh, three cohen could be Tyreek Hill light within this scheme. You mentioned the Kareem Hunt comps, uh they're real. Uh, Hunt, you know, blasted off to the Andromeda Galaxy under the tutelage of Nagy in Kansas City. Dave Montgomery is more skilled than Kareem Hunt, a guy that forced over a hundred missed tackles in consecutive seasons last year. Uh, at Iowa State, actually, the last two years, the only running back to do that in the pro football focus era. You saw the shimmy. You saw the shake on B drive. Screwed John Elway's drive against the Cleveland Browns back in the day. The <laughs> drive was David Montgomery with the second stringers, the Bears' first preseason game. He's special. I think at a minimum, you're talking 1,300 total yards, 79 touchdowns. And yes, yeah, it's 50 to 1. Why the hell
2: not? I promise you, Brad, and you know this, there will be fantasy football leagues in the Chicagoland area where David Montgomery ends up going in the first round by the time this preseason wraps. Now, what we've seen out of the Bears before, they target their guy, they move up, they give up some assets like they did with David Montgomery, and then they're happy and they're going to use that guy. What I will say about Mike Davis is he was out there for the series, first series. Don't know if that means anything but they targeted him immediately in free agency. So you don't think it's going to be some kind of 60-40 split?
1: No, I do not. Because uh, if you know anything about Matt Nagy's history, he likes to you know feature a workhorse. And, uh, you know, saw it in Kansas City uh, with Andy Reid there in tow, and I think it's going to be the same strategy employed in Chicago. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they didn't pay crazy money for Mike Davis. You know, Mike Davis is a fine back. He's a guy that's more than serviceable and when thrust in an opportunity share. But they also didn't realize that Dave Montgomery was going to be there in the third round of the NFL draft. Well they trained up to get him. Because they saw the tape. They saw the wiggle that he possessed. They saw the three down skill set and they're like, this is our guy. This is an ex Matt Forte. You know, the shades of Walter Payton, if you will. Is it hyperbolic? It could be. But I think he's that special of a player, despite the athletic profile, despite the four six three forty yard dash. Remember folks, Running backs don't typically run in straight lines. It's all about making that first defender miss. And he did around 41% of the time, again, behind questionable offensive lines of Iowa State the last couple of years. Day Montgomery's going to pull together. He's going to prove all the skeptics and doubters wrong. I think he has a really good shot of not only being the fantasy rookie of the year, but a player that could be a first-round draft pick come this time next year. But you're right. People in Schomburg are going to be stretching those, uh, you know, go-go gadget arms <laughs> to a quarter of this year. Maybe at my like pick ten overall.
2: Who's his biggest threat for offensive rookie of the year?
1: Josh Jacobs is, is a player that's certainly uh, a threat there to based on volume alone. But is it going to be Dysfunction Junction in uh, the Bay Area with the Oakland Raiders? I mean, we're already seeing the, the diva come out of Antonio Brown here with a helmet issue. Uh, you know, his broke ass feet, uh, with the, the, you know, the cryotherapy mishaps. <laughs> uh, I honestly think, though, it, it's Kyler Murray. I mean, you know, this is a quarterback driven league. I think he's going to be a superstar from the get go. I am of the belief that the air rate system can work in the NFL. I wrote 1,400 words explaining why on Yahoo Sports. You can check it out. They're going to spread people out. There'll be a lot of four or five wide receiver sets. The offensive line has questions, but the offensive line itself will be spread out, which creates a lot of passing and running lanes. This is a quick strike offense predicated on high percentage throws. Kyler Murray was number one and number two in every single completion percentage category from uh, from small school. You might have heard of it in Norman. That is Oklahoma last year. Uh, picked apart Alabama in the uh, you know college football playoff. He's got all the tools, and uh, he's a player because he raises the floor in the rushing stats. Could be what RG3 was in his rookie season. So uh, I think that's the guy that Dave Montgomery is going to have to beat. And I've seen like Kyler Murray, like plus 300, plus 275 in some locales uh, to win offensive rookie of the year. I think that's really good value right now.
2: Brad, let's go over some Bears season props here. We have the third-year quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, here, passing yards. They set at 3,744 and a half yards, passing touchdowns 24 and a half. He's got the second year in the offense. And it feels like what the Bears front office is doing is we don't want any excuses for Trubisky. Give him the better backfield. It also feels like an improved group of receivers. A lot of the same names. But Robinson, second year off the ACL. Miller, second year in the league and the offense. Gabriel, once again, they're a deeper group as well. The question, is Trey Burton going to be on the field for you? But after 22 passing touchdowns last year, I'll jump in on the over 24-and-a-half. How about you?
1: Uh, I will take uh, 24 exactly. I think that hook's going to come into play. I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take the under on the yards. As well, which I think is what, 300 or 3,725 and a half, something like that. What Matt Nagy did last year was mask the flaws of Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, he was horrific on third downs in terms of success rate, he was horrific down the field, uh, QB 29 in deep ball completion percentage. You know, he's a guy that uh, can be accurate in the short to intermediate field. Uh, that's where Matt Nagy was scheming. Uh, and trying to run some misdirection and create those kind of throwing lanes and opportunities for him. I like the Bears' arsenal. I really do. But the the biggest knocks in terms of these wagers, twofold, uh, again, the mishaps, the flaws, the shortcomings of Mitchell Trubisky, a guy that's been very uneven in training camp. Maybe we're going to see him a little bit in the preseason. We'll see what version shows up there and what version will show up on opening night against the Green Bay Packers. But number two – Uh, Dave Montgomery, I think, is going to be a a major focus. Again, getting back to him and trying to speak as objectively as I possibly can about him. And number three, uh, the Bears' defense is not going to thrust Trubisky into some high-volume situation because they're that good. And, again, I think the Bears are going to have a lot of positive game scripts. So, pull it all together, and I think the under is a smart wager. And, of course, you always have to deal with the injury factor as well. You know, if it gets dinged at any point and we see Chase Daniel out there, Uh, He's definitely going way under both these thresholds.
2: At receiver, Allen Robinson, 962.5. Anthony Miller, 540.5. Miller's health is already a problem. He was dealing with an issue last year as well. They're saying he'll be ready for week one with the sprained ankle, but we'll have to wait until September 5th against the Packers to find out. Uh, Nice job as a red zone target. As a rook, he scored seven times. But you mentioned some of those weapons that they have. They're going to spread the ball around. So uh, between these two... I like Miller under 540 and a half what do you think
1: I'll take the over <laughs> we're in disagreement again okay uh, slight over I-, I think you'll be able to make the advancements uh, in his sophomore season within this offensive scheme you're right I mean you warned about the target share with Anthony Miller uh, you know a player last season that you know it wasn't voluminous in-, in terms of number of looks per game. Uh, that he was able to log, but I think he is a talented guy. I think he actually plays to the strength of Trubisky working underneath. Saw 67% of his uh, snaps out of the slot. He only saw 59.4% of the snaps here overall. I think that's going to uptick. Uh, again, getting back to the target share was only 11.3% last season. That should have got the 3.6 per game. Uh, I, I think that's going to increase. So, yeah, I think there's a realistic shot. You know, it's going to be a quantum leap for Anthony Miller? No. Uh, I think you make an astute point uh, in the fact that the Bears are going to be a socialist offense. They're going to spread the love. But uh, because I think he's going to make advancements across the board in his sophomore season, uh, I think the over bet is the smart money wager there.
2: This is Early Odds on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Joe Ostrowski with Brad Evans. Of Yahoo Sports. You also hear him do the fantasy show during the football season here on the score, 8 to 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Let's look around the league, Brad. How about some quarterback props? A passing leader last year, good old Ben Roethlisberger, beat out Mahomes by 32 yards, the only two QBs in the league that threw for over 5,000 yards. And the touchdown leader, of course, it was Mahomes. He had 50 on the year, 11 more than anyone else in the league. For the passing leader, Guy that jumps out to me, a second-year signal caller. His name is Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I'm not buying in. I'm not all in on the Browns of Super Bowl tickets or, what are they, 10, 11 to 1. It's just a ridiculous Eight set some one, shot though. It's Eight insanity. I mean, at least with the Bears, they proved something going 12-4 and 4 a year ago. I don't even know if Freddie Kitchens is an NFL-caliber head coach right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield, though, in his rookie campaign, he was knocking on 400 yards a couple of times. Now he's got OBJ, Landry, Joku again, Kareem Hunt out of the backfield, and he's 14 to 1. I'll buy into that. And-, and I'll also buy into Carson Wentz having a big season. Now he's fully healthy for the Eagles. And to be the yardage leader, Wentz is 40 to 1. To throw the most touchdowns, he's 20 to 1.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think that's a great call on Wins, if he can stay healthy. You know, that's uh, that's a million dollar question right now. You know, can he play a full sixteen games? If he does that, and that offense is set up behind the best offensive line in the NFL, it's achievable. At forty to one, I think that's tremendous value. I think it's a call on Baker Mayfield at the fourteen to one, just based on the lip raccoon that is resting under his nose alone. I mean, it's spectacular. That thing's got magical powers. Having OBJ, having David Njoku, having Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb is improving as a receiver out of the backfield, and the offensive line is going to make strides. I think that's a sound wager. The one I really like on Mm -hmm. the board uh, is Jameis Winston. Uh, And Jameis Winston, and it's more for the yards, not the touchdowns uh, for him, I believe he's a 10 to 1. I think that's great value there as well. Why? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are wielding foam swords. You get it like Disneyland, <laughs> defensively. I mean, they are so rancid on paper that they're down 20 nothing in every single game. He's got Chris Godwin there. You've got to get on your fantasy roster if you're sitting there around four, around five, and your drive's going to be uh, a major jump uh, in overall production for him. Mike Evans is there. O.J. Howard's the beast. They have no ground game. and again, they're going to be trailing a lot of games. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to be through it almost 700 times this year. That may sound hyperbolic, uh, but I, I, think it's, you know, with Arians and knowing his tendencies, which is throw first, ask questions later, uh, I think James Winston at 10 to 1, uh, is a guy that I would definitely lay a action on in terms of passing leaders. So, uh, that's a good one. By the way, Joe, do you see the over, under, speaking of quarterbacks on, and this is according to FanDuel Sportsbook in Jersey, uh, on Patrick Mahomes. He's over-under on touchdown passes this season at 36 and a half. Remember, he threw 50 last year. Uh, is this just daring people to take you over?
2: Yeah, they are. See, they know that they can set whatever number they want because people are just going to see, oh, Mahomes, and I'm going to take over immediately. And there are a lot of NFL fans that aren't worried about regression at all. Okay, well, maybe he'll go down. He'll take a step back a little bit, but maybe he'll go from 50 to 40.
1: And look, in NFL history, only 14 quarterbacks, only 14 quarterbacks have thrown 40 touchdowns in a season. Uh, I would be inclined, and I'm sure the juice uh, is all of this. Uh, I think it's the uh, last I saw was at minus 130 on the over. And it been like, Are you shocked? Are you shocked? Recency bias is a thing, and people are like, oh, this is easy money. Let me take out a second mortgage and uh-huh. knock it down. On uh, the over on this one, especially with Tyree Hill back, breathing clear for a full season, and oh, they got Sammy Watkins there, and and Damien Williams can catch the ball. Oh yeah, they got the best tight end in the league, and Travis Kelsey. And their defense is catchy. I mean, that all makes sense. But man, the value is going to be in the under. It's probably like plus one hundred five, maybe plus one ten. I bet he throws like thirty five or thirty six touchdowns. And somebody's going to get
2: burned. I swear, there are some people. I, I, I'm like, have you watched the league before? You know, it's going to change so much from what you just saw all offseason everyone's going to school on Matt Nagy and Patrick Mahomes and and we're going to see how they respond next year everything's not going to repeat okay let's take a look at some running backs last year number one in rushing Zeke number two Saquon Barkley What do you know? One and two in attempts. It was Zeke and Saquon Barkley. So you're trying to find guys that uh, will get the volume as far as the yardage goes. And the touchdown leader, I I forgot, it was Todd Gurley. I mean, he had all those injuries at the end of the season. Todd Gurley had 17 TDs in 14 games. But because of all the injuries we see at this position, Brad, I'm always hunting for some value. I almost bought all the way into Joe Mixon at 20-1. to I still might do something there. Uh, the Andrew Luck injury. Now they're calling it a high ankle. There's questions there, but behind that offensive line, I think there's a ton of value with Marlon Mack. Yes. Also at twenty to one. Well, I, I think
1: it's a great call on Marlon Mack. You know, assuming we get uh, you know a good uh, bit of news about Andrew Luck's health, because that offensive line is sick. I like Nick Chubb, man. Nick Chubb at eighteen to one. you kidding me? You know, we talked about we're singing the praises of the Cleveland Browns. And and Baker Mayfield and OBJ Nick Chubb saw an obscene amount of sack boxes last year, operating in an offense that wasn't nearly as good. They didn't have the arsenal, you know, of a caliber of an OBJ that uh, Baker Mayfield was throwing to. So it's got to loosen up uh, and make more exploitable fronts. People will be like, well, what about Kareem Hunt, Brad? He's going to be back after that eight game suspension. I would not be shocked if Kareem Hunt is traded before Mm -hmm. the deadline. Nick Sharp has eight games to prove his dominance in this backfield. And he was a guy that led all running backs and yards of the contact person. That's 82.1%. 82.1% of his yards came after initial contact. Again, I think there's going to be some positive games for Sarah. The defense is much improved. I like that at 18-1, getting the high volume that he's getting. And I also like Darren Henry at 13-1. Because if Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans, adheres to what he has been viewing publicly, saying the offense is gonna roll through Derrick Henry. And we know that Derrick Henry is an advanced analytics darling. We know that Derrick Henry is basically like Brian Urlacher in his heyday at running back. That's how much of a freak he is athletically. Uh the guy that rarely gets injured, even though he's been dealing with a minor, you know, ankle calf setback, but he should be going for week one, knowing too how he exploded during the fantasy playoffs last season. I could see Derrick Henry behind a very good offensive line, top 10. If Marcus Morietta can even take a half a step forward in his production, Derrick Henry could easily be wearing the crown as the rush king in the NFL at the end of the year. Again, he's at plus 1,300.
2: Eight rushing touchdowns for Henry from weeks 12 to 15 last season. Actually one of the favorites for that touchdown prop. Let's move to receiver. You don't usually find surprises here, Brad. The yardage leader last year, Julio Jones. Hopkins was second. Evans third. Antonio Brown had the most touchdowns at 15. Devontae Adams and Eric Ebron uh, just two behind. And the one player that really pops to me, since I'm looking for some sort of value, I'm not going to take a guy that's 8 or 10 to 1, juju smith schuster he was top five a year ago and the steelers are always able to find that next guy just laying in the weeds but was he really i mean the guy had almost 1500 yards a year ago and now he's the man with no ab you know ben roethlisberger's continue to fling it around uh, for the steelers so give me juju at 16 to 1
1: I think it's a great call. I mean, the is clearly going to be there. He and Antonio Brown and Julian Edelman, too, to a certain extent. Uh, Edelman at plus 7,500, uh, though Edelman doesn't score enough. I mean, they're, they're going to be target hogs this year. I mean, Julio Jones clearly, and he's uh, the leader of plus 400. My value pick, Chris Godwin, 80 to 1. Why the hell not? The reason why is this. Bruce Arians has come out and he stated publicly his affections for Godwin. He said, look, Flackeye, he's, he's not going to miss a single snap. Everything that I've been hearing out of Tampa Bay's camp, every, you know, beat writer out there is saying Chris Godwin looks unstoppable. Remember how I said Jameis Winston's going to throw it a gazillion times this year? Yeah, Mike Evans is there. Yeah, O.J. Howard is there. That's not a bad thing because they're going to free up coverage for Godwin operating underneath. They are going to feature him a ton all over the field, particularly inside the red zone, given his length, given his athleticism, given his route-running precision. That is your true blue dark horse at plus 8,000 that could, in the end, score 14 to 16 touchdowns this year. I love him. I'm all in. I'm pushing the chips in the center of the pot. Uh, Chris Godwin, to me, is worth a $100 bill and maybe I'll take my wife out for a nice Hawaiian vacation if I get it.
2: (laughs) I love that, because I'm with you on Winston at 10-1. to That was almost my pick over Baker Mayfield. Uh, Brad, I've seen on a lot of projections that uh, Devontae Adams is going to lap everyone with receiving touchdowns. Are you down with that?
1: Yeah, I I could see it uh, for sure. I mean, I'm down with it. I I wagered on it. I was in Jersey um, a month ago, and I think I got it at 10-1 to at the FanDuel Sportsbook Stairs. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board. I mean, we've got a healthy Aaron Rodgers. He peppers, uh, Devontae Adams with targets inside, uh, the red zone. So for me, still good values. You're getting him at 10 to 1 somewhere, getting anything better than that, even an 8 to 1, uh, whatever book that you're using. And of course, always shop around, try to find the best values. Yeah, that's worth a chunk of things for sure. So if you want to go deep, it's Chris Godwin, whether it's in receiving yards or whether it's in touchdowns. Uh, and if you want to go, you know, something that has probably a higher floor to it, Closer to a sure thing, yeah, it's definitely Devontae Adams. He plays 16 games. He's probably going to score 14 times this year.
2: Brad, tell us about the TV show on NBC Sports Chicago this football season.
1: Yeah, it's called the fantasy football hour. We're entering, believe it or not, season four. Uh, It was on NBC Chicago Plus uh, last year. Uh, so we're back once again. We have a new host, Lauren Gardner. Uh, thank you for your service. She's now uh, becoming a megastar with DAZN, uh running their MLB change-up channel. So we have Katie Winsley, former Illinois State shooting guard, stepping into the mix. So she's got a higher vertical than I do for sure, and her game is beyond the art <laughs> compared to my broke dumb shot. Uh, but she's going to be co-hosting alongside myself and Nate Lundy, the show that uh, I created Uh, I'm executive producer on. I write it. I star on it. Hell, I sell it to advertisers. (laughs) So it's it's fast, it's serious, it's energetic. We try to pack as many names as we can. We usually cover between forty to forty-five in one hour-long show. There isn't another fantasy show in the business that touches on that many players in one program. So again, check it out. We debut August twenty-second on NBC Sports. Uh, You know, check the channel and guide for times. He usually replays like two or three times every single week. So uh, we're really uh, geeked about the prospects of the fantasy football hour
2: this year. He isn't lying, folks. One of the hardest working people in this business, Brad Evans, Yahoo Sports, NBC Sports Chicago. You hear him on the score Sundays uh, during the NFL season. Thank you, Brad.
1: Gracias, amigo. Bet on David Montgomery. Thank your wallet later.
2: There he goes, big noise, busy week here on 670. The score, Monday, Thursday, and Friday. I have the evening show, Tuesday and Wednesday, you better you bet, on the Radio.com app. So download it. Inside the Clubhouse is next with Bruce Levine and Matt Spiegel. Best of luck, everyone.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.